This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the Seattle Mariners Baseball Podcast. Goodbye baseball, a walk-off winner for Mitch Hattiger. Swing, line, drive, this game is over! Goodbye baseball, Mitch Hattiger ties it up here in the bottom of the ninth inning. James Paxton has just thrown a no-hitter. The big lefty is getting mobbed out of the Now, mound. here's your host, Gary Hill. Welcome back to the Seattle Mariners Baseball Podcast. Thanks for being here. Hopefully you had a great weekend. The all-star edition of the podcast. So we have a lot to dive into. First, we'll start with the games over the weekend, and then we'll talk some all-star. Off day today, so we'll talk about the Angels coming up in the podcast tomorrow. That's a big series on the way starting on Tuesday. Just six games until the break, if you can believe it. What a first half it's been for the Mariners, taking on Colorado for three games. First two games not going the M's way. Mariners not able to get much going offensively. Colorado winning on Friday 7-1, to just kind of extending lead late, getting the win. And then Saturday, a stunner. James Paxton was dealing. He was great. A 1-1 to ball game into the 7th. And then Paxton gives up a three-run home run to the ninth hitter in the order a real stunner. Colorado gets the win 5-1. to one. So the Mariners looking to salvage the finale in the ballgame yesterday. And this was this was a great ballgame. Mariners put three runs on the board in the first inning after Colorado scored first. And this would be the normal time of the podcast where I'd play uh, the, the Ryan Healy double in the first inning, driving a couple of runs. But having some issues getting the highlights this morning, so working through some technical issues. So you're just going to have to imagine Ryan Healy with a two-run double in the first inning. Also a three-run home run in the sixth. Upper deck job for Healy, and the Mariners go on to win game three of the series yesterday. So they salvage the finale. They take one of three, six to four, the final score for the Mariners over the Rockies. LeBlanc goes six innings, allows four earned runs. The bullpen was outstanding. Pazos, Colome, Diaz, three scoreless inning innings. No hits, no walks, six strikeouts between the three. They were fabulous. Locking down the win. The Mariners now 57-34 and 34 on the season. Mariners will play the Rockies next weekend in the final three games before the All-Star break in Colorado. Rockies, good team, two games above 500, playing some great baseball right now, their best baseball of the season. They have played much better on the road than at home, so we'll see what that series has in store coming up next weekend. Here's what Scott Service had to say about the game after the game. Nice to be back on the right side of things again. 
thought you were kind of prescient with uh, with Healy. He just needed one swing to get going. Yeah, no, Ryan Healy, outstanding game today. And, you know, we talked about it before the game uh, in our press gathering. You know, you have to be patient. And you ride the ups and the downs. Ryan Healy's a good player. And, uh, you know, there's going to be some stretches where it doesn't look so pretty. But, uh, you know, he made really good adjustment in the ball game today. He got on a fastball early and then got the breaking ball later in the game for the big homer. And uh, it was great. You know, we've been struggling a little bit with runners in scoring position. So uh, he was the guy up there tonight and, or today and right man, right spot. But, uh, again, uh, you know, back and forth game. Colorado's got a really good club. Uh, they've been playing very good. Uh, you know, we think we're in pretty good shape. Uh, you know, they hit some balls that, you know, typically maybe don't get out, but they went today. Uh, the ball was going good to right center. And uh, you know, luckily, uh, the right guys in the bullpen tonight, uh, they were rested as well. So Pazos threw great. You know, what can you say? Coleman Diaz doesn't get a whole lot better. You know, six up, six down, and, and uh, both of them were really sharp. So a uh, good ball game, really good homestand. You know, I think uh, getting off the plane from that, that uh, East Coast trip and seeing where we're at, you kind of look at it. and. You know, what's happening, where are we at? We're kind of a little tired as a ball club, and, you know, our guy stepped up and had a really nice homestand. Is Healy getting better at managing the highs and lows? He said Edgar's trying to talk to him about it, and you talked to him about it. Is he getting better? Oh, yeah, he's, he's maturing. And uh, young players and, you know, Ryan's he's an emotional guy. That's why we all love him. You know, he's into the game. Uh, you know, I've been riding those highs and lows over the course of a long season. It takes a lot of energy away from you. So I'm um, trying to keep him a little bit more on an even keel. You know, it's Edgar, it's myself, whether it's Derek McBain's, a lot of people, and his teammates. I think that's the biggest thing. His teammates know how valuable he is to our team and you want to keep him in a good spot. You mentioned him going for the fastball at first bat slightly. It's pretty mature at bats today, too, to know what he's looking for in those situations. Yeah, you know, it was early in the ball game. You know, he got on their guy with the nice, uh, the double. He smoked in the in the left center field. And, you know, later on, you're probably not going to get that pitch again. And he didn't. And then he put a good swing on it. So uh, uh, we had some chances today. We had trouble getting that guy in from third uh, for whatever reason. Uh, you know, it, it happens once in a while. It's not an automatic. I think all the fans think, oh, he's on third, nobody out. We're definitely going to score. You know, it's not an automatic. And they made some pitches to get out of those jams today. Call me. That was about as good as we've seen him. How big a weapon is that? If you Alex actually coming into the game, <laughs> issue with his neck and didn't know if he'd be available. And, and about third inning, they said, you know, Alex was good to go, which is great news to me. Uh, you know, we've talked to him a little bit about making a few adjustments and, and using the entire strike zone instead of getting so locked into that, that low and away pitch. And when he does that, you know, with as hard as he throws and then with the really hard slider, cutter, you know, you really widen what the pitcher or what the hitter can, can handle or try to try to handle. So he's done a great job of it. Last couple of times out have been just dominant. Yeah, um, our second baseman again. Wow, some kind of range, you know, uh, going both ways today. At the, the ground ball he made over behind uh, first base there in the four hole against Para um, in the seventh inning, huge out, you know, and, and a long ways to go to get to that. And then, you know, I talk about his baseball IQ. That's one of those plays I'm talking about. If he takes time to stand up and then make a chest eye throw, the guy's safe. You have to get rid of it. You know, that, that's the internal clock that he's got. Really, really gifted player. What do you think of the block today? Uh, I, I thought Wade threw the ball pretty well. That's a really good team. They can, they got powered. They make adjustments. Um, you know, hoping to get him through uh, the sixth inning there. Thought, if, you know, was, I thought Arenado was, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, Desmond was really on him. So, you know, thinking about, you know, maybe Bradford in that spot. Didn't get there. They hit the, the two-out base hit and then the homer. But, uh, you know, our guys responded great, like, like they always have, you know, all year long. We'll hear more from the skipper in just a moment. He'll talk about the All-Stars. 
All-Stars announced yesterday, Mariners with three of them, a chance to get four. We'll talk about that in a couple of minutes, but let's talk All-Stars here. The first, no surprise, Edwin Diaz was an absolute lock to be an all-star with the season he is at. Diaz ready, the pitch, swing and a miss and a slider, strike three. Diaz strikes out the side. The Mariners have won seven in a row. They sweep the Royals in the three-game series. James Paxton and Edwin Diaz combined on a two-hit shutout, one-nothing win over the Royals this afternoon here at Safeco Field. I mean, the numbers for Diaz are ridiculous. 2-3-0 ERA in 47 games this season, 35 saves, which is the leader in the big leagues by a pretty wide margin. Uh, the dominance, 78 punch-outs in 47 innings, which is remarkable. Just 13 walks, a couple of homers allowed. I mean, the numbers are just overwhelming. And all the one-run saves along the way, he has been unbelievable. Here's what Edwin Diaz said after the game yesterday, learning he was an all-star for the first time. So what did you think when you found out about the all-star game? You know, it's fun because, you know, everybody here worked hard. You know, everybody got a good number here. And, you know, it'd be, it's an honor for me to be selected to represent Seattle in the all-star game. Kind of a dream for you? I mean, how long have you been imagining that yeah it's a dream because you know as a little kid i watched those guy play in the arts game you know and now i'm there so you know i know how i work for that because you know i work hard too hard to be there did you think it though i mean you're leading the league in saves did you think you had a chance to be there yeah i was thinking i had a chance but you know they said they select the pitcher so i was a little bit you know thinking about it a little bit because i don't know who they will select you know today they, they give me the notice and pretty happy. Did you get to call your family yet and tell them? Yeah, I told them already early today. Told them don't post anything in the social media <laughs> yet, but we're going to D.C. this first half got any better for you so far? I mean, it seems like it's been pretty good. You know, it's been pretty good for me and all the team. You know, we play great baseball, you know, and hitters hitting pretty good. Our pitching, you know, our defense, everything's good. So we have to keep rolling the second half and try to make the playoff. Yeah, when I get the 50, I will bring my own barber here to make a record right away. It's 15 away. I mean, it's close, so we have to keep rolling to see what happens. I mean, you got a couple of days off. Are you feeling normal? I mean, everybody's so concerned about your work rate, but how do you feel physically? You know, I feel great physically. You know, a couple of days off for me is good, you know, because I've been pitching a lot. So I work hard every day to be ready every night. So today I was feeling great, you know, I was commanding my fastball good and my slider good. the National League probably shouldn't fall behind the American League. I mean, Kimbrell, Chapman, Diaz, that is a pretty devastating trio in the back end of the bullpen for the American League. So congratulations to Edwin Diaz and an all-star for the American League. Also, Mitch Hanniger named to the all-star team. Here's the stretch and the 3-2 pitch. Swing and a drive. Deep to right center field. Smith to the one-inch track to the wall. Goodbye baseball. A walk-off winner for Mitch Hanniger. Mitch Hanniger with his 12th home run of the season. At opposite field. Home run to right center. The Mariners win it. 4-3 to three in the bottom of the 13th inning. And Hanniger is getting mobbed at home plate by his teammates. 
Holy smokes! He has had so many tremendous moments this season. Hanniger, 271 batting average, 357 on base. He's swatted 17 homers. He's driven in 62, 16 doubles along the way. He's played tremendous defense in right field. One of the best right fielders defensively in baseball and very deserving of the all-star bid. Mitch Hanniger going to the all-star game. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, it feels good. <laughs> what went through? Heard that. I'm um, just thankful and blessed, and um, excited, and um, you know, wouldn't have done it without you know all these guys in here, and coaching staff, fans, everybody um, played a huge part in family and friends. And um, a little upset we got a couple of us now, but you know, hope we get that one. So um, you know, that was uh, that was my second quick reaction, kind of in a way, and. Um, yeah, so we just got to do our part to get them in. Mitch, what was it, what was it like to tell people, like tell your family that you're going to the I imagine it's got to be kind of Yeah, I texted my wife, and uh, I'm going to go see my wife and my mom right now and uh, hang out with them for a little bit, so that was fun. And looking forward to uh, talk to my dad real quick. And, yeah, it was a good feeling. Did you let yourself kind of think, hey, this, this might happen, or were you just kind of yeah, not thinking about it coming in? I tried not to think about it at all. I just focus on winning games and helping the team win, and um, that's kind of where my focus always is. And I think that's when I play the best, and um, my performance comes out when, when I focus on those two things. It's your journey, though. I mean, at one point you go down to low A to high A to get extra bats, so you can fix all the stuff you want to do. And now you have selected to come off your game. Could you even imagine this process back then? Could you even describe what it's been like? Yeah, no, I mean, um, back then I was just trying to. Uh, get better every day, and I um, I didn't think of myself as a you know, minor league kind of demotion type player, and um, was focused on just showing what I can do to help the ball club win. And I, uh, I think you know that was the focus back then. That's the focus now, and I think um, everything worked out really well. And you know, to any guys struggling down there, it's just you know get better every day, and you can be right up here and, and you know come from. All shapes and sizes as far as players go. So, yeah, it's good to be up here and um, be selected. It's been, it's been awesome. You've been playing behind Segura. Yeah, that was a tough one for me to swallow. I was really excited, but then you really, you know, I was the last name that, that Scott called, and I just immediately thought of Segura and Paxton. And that's, you know, I, I wish there was more selections and you know like I said we got to do our part to get these guys in because they deserve it you know just as much as anybody. Have you thought about you know, being in Washington D.C. now with all the stars from the other leagues and playing baseball with, with them and he's out there? Yeah that's going to be a cool experience. Um, we're just trying to focus on this last week before we head in there because you know um, got a lot of ground we can make up and, and winning these, you know, these meaningful games in July will hopefully make uh, August and September easier so you know the focus until then is just winning ball games and then um, you know Sunday after that game we'll focus on the all-star game and you know just try to soak it in. Can you think back just a couple years ago when what do you think of the greatest challenges you've had to overcome just to get to this point and you recognize like this? Just injuries and then you know not for me at that time it was kind of not really not feeling like I had opportunity and uh, luckily I was able to go down and, and kind of prove myself so that was huge for me just getting that opportunity getting the opportunity to play every day and, and you know show teams what I can do. And not
There was. That was Mitch Hanniger going to the All-Star game. The final All-Star for the Mariners. Well, Nelson Cruz is going back to the All-Star game for the M's. And the right-hander delivers. Knuckleball swing and a high fly ball. Deep to left center field. Going and going. Goodbye baseball. Into the monster seats in left center field. And maybe over the seats out onto Lansdowne Street. Nelly Cruz with a three-run home run. His second home run of the night. Holy smokes, he now has seven RBIs of the ball game. It's now the Mariners 10 and the Red Sox 5. Nelson Cruz, 22 home runs this year, 53 driven in. Another fabulous season as DH for the Mariners. Here's what Nelly said after the ball game about being named to the All-Star team again. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> sneak out? Uh, <laughs> kind of big to sneak out by it. D might be able to do so. Congratulations. Thank you. We've been there before, but what does it always mean to go? It's uh, always so special. I think uh, doesn't get old, you know. Uh, that's the great event uh, in the middle of the season, you know, and I guess you do something uh, good and special to deserve to go. Uh, we have guys here that also enjoy to go, you know. Kimenzi and Segura, Pax, and a few other guys that have good numbers. Hopefully we can put Segura with the boat, you know, and hopefully Pax and something. I don't want to get something happening here to be able to go. You take any pictures this year? I don't think it's all already, so. I don't know. You're going to enjoy it, you know, that's, that's a How much does point. Gene deserve to be there? I mean, the fans are going to have a chance to vote for him. Well, I mean, you can, you can go through the list, you know. I mean, he's out there leading hits, average, you know, extra bases, three hits. So uh, he's been play, playing a good defense for us. I mean, he's been, I think, a huge part uh, of success. So, um, Bo Gene. <laughs> now you fall down the stairs, you miss time, you had got hit in the elbow about 15 times. It seemed like, did you even think that you were going to have a chance at the All-Star game, given like some of the time missed and everything like that? Um, yeah, I mean, you go day by day, you know. Um, some days you're going to do anything to help the team, you know, the days you do. Um, but um, I don't think I look numbers uh, at this point of the year, you know. Um, after the season, you can take a look at it, you know, but it's definitely... Like I said, a privilege to be to be part of the All Star game and uh, represent the Marlins in the city. You got to ask every year. No to the home run derby. No, <laughs> no home run derby. Just making sure. Just got to make sure. Didn't want to switch it up. I don't know. I think, uh, you got it. Yeah. We see you later. There was Nelly Cruz. He's going to the All Star game again. It is impressive considering you know all he's gone through this season to find himself back there again. So three All Stars for the Mariners so far. With always the pitching situation, there's plenty up in the air. You know, when you get down to the final days, if uh, starters are going to go that final day before the All-Star game, so there'll be some replacements. Maybe James Paxton can get in that way. Uh, Blake Snell, local product, did not make it, which was a big surprise. Would not be surprised to see him get in at some point as well. So we'll see if James Paxton can get in. You have a chance to try and send Gene Segura to the All-Star game. Mariners.com slash vote. The first time a Mariner has been included in the final vote in Gene Segura among the final candidates. 
You can vote as many times as you want, literally. You can just vote over and over and over and over and over again. Mariners.com slash vote. The, all the information there if you want to send Gene Segura to the All-Star Game and try and make it four to the All-Star Game for the Seattle Mariners. Congratulations, Cruz, Diaz, Hanniger going to the All-Star Game, maybe Segura. We'll see about Paxton as well as we move through the next few days. Six games left until the All-Star break. Off day today. We'll talk about the Angels series coming up tomorrow. Right now, we're going to turn things over to Rick Riz, a chance to sit down with Mel Stottlemyre, Jr. Mel, yesterday the Rockies win game two by a score of 5-1. to one. James Paxson has been outstanding for your ball club all season long because it's a loss, seven innings. I thought he threw the ball well, only one walk, nine strikeouts along the way. Checking out Paxton yesterday, how did, how did he look to you against the Rockies? He had that one rough inning. You know, you know, first of all, it's a very, very good offensive ball club. And, uh, you know, the line score has zero indication on how our, our big guy threw the ball. Threw the ball great, you know, and we, we talk about it all the time at this level. All these hitters are, are dangerous. That there's usually one defining moment, that, that little window of opportunity that's going to kind of define whether you're going to have an opportunity to win the game or, or lose it. You know, in the world of yesterday, we had our guy on the mound, and their guy was pretty good too. So, you know, Pax, I went out and made a made a mound visit, and, and Pax made one one mistake uh, on a breaking ball to a number nine hitter that he threw a pitch into a guy's barrel, and you know, it ended up ended up costing him the game. But uh, threw the ball very well yesterday. You know, talking about a major league pitcher walking that that fine line, Marco Gonzalez gets out of a du- bases loaded jam by getting. Mm-hmm. Pujols hit into an inning any double play and then the slider that's up for the home run how, how does any major league pitcher walk that fine line every five days well you know uh, you do this thing long enough you're going to get yourself in jams and uh, hopefully out of jams and I talk to these guys all the time about just understanding what what that jam is and then the most important thing is you know how do we how do we get out of the jam the mindset that we have and you know, in the world of James Paxson yesterday, he dug down and got dirty, uh, you know, with the guys in the middle of the lineup. Yeah. And he went to his nasty stuff. He made nasty pitches. And it's not that they're not capable of doing that all the time, but, you know, they certainly can't throw high leverage pitches all the time and expect to get deep in games. So, uh, you know, a lot of times with James, he'll hold back a lot of his tank, and then when he needs to, he'll go get it. And uh, it's just you, you watch our guys kind of – the thing that I love is – when they get themselves in jams or, you know, things happen and they make good pitches and balls fall is the – they understand there's not much wiggle room. Yeah. And they're all kind of learning how to get themselves out of jams. And it's just – it's an understanding and maturity of what they have and what they need to do. Overall, he's been great this year. I want to talk to you about uh, a guy out of your bullpen that's been outstanding since coming up from AAA, Chasen Bradford. 5-0 and on the year. He comes on at the top of the eighth inning. And a one-two-three inning. There's a chopper along the first base line by Desmond. He gets to it. His momentum takes him across the line. Somehow he gets the throw to Healy at first base. Makes a very athletic play. What has Chasen Bradford meant to your uh, bullpen this year? He's definitely gone unnoticed. And you know the the bright the bright lights have been on Eddie Diaz and what he does. But you know what what people fail to to recognize is what happens between that the bridge gap guys and. 
you know, he's a guy that Scott and I and the rest of the ball club really trust to bring into traffic. We know he's one of the few guys that puts the ball on the ground. He throws strike. His slider just continues to get better. You know, we worked hard on the sinker trying to, to get that action back. It's something he's had in the past. And along with that, he's had the ability and has learned how to elevate uh, pitches too, which gives him, you know, good stuff at the bottom of the zone, pitches at the top of the zone, and uh, and makes him tough. He's very versatile. He'll take the ball. He'll throw two innings. The next day he'll come back and make himself available and, and do a really good job. So he's somebody that we can count on. He's pitching multiple roles, and, uh, you know, he's a nice guy to have out in that bullpen to, to bridge that gap and keep us in games, which is something that we struggled at last year. Bell, a couple of your guys are moving into uncharted waters, a lot of innings. James Paxton is at 118 innings. Wade LeBlanc going today at 79. Marco Gonzalez, 100 innings. When do you and Scott and Jerry try to pump the brakes on some of these guys to make sure they're strong for the rest of the regular season? Well, first of all, you know, that's a testament to our starters in uh, being efficient and getting deep in games. It's something that, you know, I, I was raised in our household, you know, my pops that uh, always talked about starting and finishing games, and these guys take pride in it. So, you know, it is going to be our job to, to manage that. And I think we've done a good job with managing their pitch count. You know, these guys have gotten deep uh, on very efficient pitches, and, you know, I think Jerry, Scott, and I, we have a, a, a very – broad understanding of that so uh, we don't always get caught up in in the innings but I look at more at high leverage pitches and how they got there so we're going to get a break over all-star break you know some of our guys are going to get nine or ten days and then you've seen the off days that we have after the all-star break you know they're they're going to have their little break in there and it's it's needed too you know we got some young guys in there that are getting in uncharted uh, waters and territory to to where we have to pay attention to it because we are looking at the big picture. We're trying to get to the postseason, and we need them to be on top of the game. So, uh, you know, we might do some mixing and matching and do, you know, I know Jerry's talked about maybe a six-man rotation, something right. that hasn't been done, and, you know, that, that warrants a conversation. And uh, so, but as far as giving them a break, you know, the all-star break, we're, we're going to make sure they have eight or nine days in between and, and then we're going to go from there. We'll see what Jerry gives us. Sounds good. Final game of the three-game series. Thanks a lot for being our guest. Always a pleasure, Mr. Riz. See you later! Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 